Welcome to the Reimagine Mission podcast, brought to you by the Microchurch Network, an initiative of the Baptist Union of Victoria. With our host, Andrew Hill, we aim to share stories of new missional possibilities and raise the value of missional imagination. Our guests are pastors, practitioners, and missional thinkers whose stories and theological reflections will challenge, encourage, and equip you to explore missional possibilities in your neighbourhood. Welcome to the Reimagined Mission Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Hill, and today on the podcast, we continue our conversation with Steve Fogg. Steve is the online campus pastor at Crossway Baptist Church, and so today we explore a little bit around how to make online personal but we also venture into the territory of future church and future mission. So we explore some of the upcoming trends and what church online may look like in the future. I really hope you enjoy the podcast. So Steve, last time on the podcast, we talked about um, moving our online experiences from just a streaming service to and, and ways that we can do that to a truly having a truly online presence. But today... Steve, I want to touch on some stuff, and you've been exploring some stuff around really making online personal for people. And, and I look, I'm so impressed about the way that you've been doing that, but how has that been working for you? Um, how has that been working out for you? And, and, and how, is it actually, how is it actually taking place? So, so fill us in a little around what takes place and, and how it all really happens to make it personal for people online. Yeah, and, and I guess what I'd say just to, like, it's not that 90% of people who are watching are keen to take a next step. Oh, it's no. like church in real life. Like, you know, most people <laughs> want to remain anonymous. Yeah, They don't want to talk to you. They just want to come and they go, right? Yeah. So there is that that component for online as well. Totally. Um, and, and people feel like um, even more anonymous online. Like they, if they, you know, they, they don't want to engage, they definitely won't. Yeah. Um, but really, you, it, it is that personal. We're, just because it starts out online, yeah, doesn't necessarily mean it needs to stay online. It might lead to a phone call if they're local. Yeah, uh, it might lead to a Zoom call uh-huh. to connect them into community. Like, and, and um, you know, so my hope and dream for us at Crossway is really that as we build our small groups out. Um, we will get geographically people in the similar sort of areas yep. and yep. we will be starting to gather those people together into those mid-sized communities. Yep. Um, and that'll happen in time. I've got no doubt about it. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, the, the the desire for that connection, even though they're watching online, yep. that desire for relationship is still there. Yeah, It's just that they're using online as a vehicle to, connect with a church which they now call their own church yeah. which is which i think for a lot of church leaders it's like go to a local church yes yeah but um actually people connect with different churches for all kinds of different reasons of course they do um and as soon as they start calling our church my church yes i'm, I'm not going to push them away from that no because you know that, that they they've already taken that step themselves. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that that's really a it blows me away every time I hear that. Um, that someone geographically, um, re- who will never visit our physical premises, 
will still call the digital expression of who we are yeah their spiritual home yeah that's so good and and now you're moving into that that area of i don't know what some people might call hybrid you know they're utilizing yeah. people gathering together in a particular location and utilizing the online presence um to you know establish a, a some sort of faith community within a, a totally new location i uh, um, yeah. Have you seen that start start to happen, or have you heard of that happening with online churches across the world? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, again, again, a couple of churches are already doing that in different ways. So just to go up to fifty thousand feet, there are three types of um, I'll, I'll maybe loosely call them models. Yeah. Um, in church online, the the first model is which is completely appropriate, and um, is that you've got a physical location and you want to use online to to help people connect to an existing physical location. So if you're a multi-site church or if you've got one location, you want to help people take a step to that physical location. Uh The second model is very much what we've just been talking about in terms of uh, you're probably a little bit more global in your aspect. Okay. And you want to, you want to have that hybrid sort of um, that might still come to your existing location, but they may start a physical small group where they are. Okay. Or they may join a small group online. Yeah. And then that third model is completely digital. So that's what Life Church would be doing, um, where they've got entirely people just online in all parts of the world uh, and doing online life groups. Um, and and that 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 model number four, oh, sorry, the second one, yeah. where you're you're planting kind of those smaller mid-sized communities. Um, so Saddleback in the US uh, uh, have got um i think jay said their online campus pass said they've got about 1500 online life groups wow so just exclusively online uh and now they've gone so again jay has been mentoring me so i'm an old guy in the online space he's an even older guy in the online space and so he's had 10 years of runway to do this so don't be dejected if you're going wow that's (laughs) so many yeah um and he's got two people that report to him him all that they do is start small groups so that's that's their team is he, they're basically a small group team wow so that's really their their philosophy is small groups yeah and uh, that comes from their pastor right so so they're now doing this next step which is kind of that micro mid-sized community of yep. well if you've got three groups in a similar location why don't you meet together on a sunday yeah and you can watch the service together in a room and they call that an extension. Okay. So, so what they're doing is they're, they're taking that, well, you know, and again, in time, I don't know whether yeah. they're going to call it a campus or whatever, yep. but they're gathering people together in a, in a slightly larger physical way. Yep. And, um, and all they're resourcing them with, with is a box of pens and next step cards and that's it. Wow. And it's the local people taking all the initiative. Yeah. Yeah. So that's amazing. I, it's interesting that you raise that because I, I know some churches who have stepped into that online space and they've identified some people within a particular area and they've said to me, you know, how do we, how do we set up, you know, we're, we're based in this particular location here in Melbourne, for example, but how do we set up something that, and, I, and my encouragement to them is, you know, establish what, what I would sort of call a, a micro site of their church in a different location that then starts to utilize their online presence and yet 
brings in the personal. So having someone who opens their home to a group of people and maybe they do lunch together as they engage with the service or as they, um, you know, or following the service, they might have lunch together, you know, after being online with the group of people who are meeting in the particular location. And they go, oh, this whole idea of microsites. So we don't have to grow this thing bigger, big. I said, no, you can have, you know, between five and 40 people if you have, you know, a home that's big enough. But that sort of thing, are you seeing that potential uh, as you? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 So I got contacted with a, uh, a, a couple in New South Wales a couple of weeks ago saying, can we start a small group? Yeah. Wow. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, and and uh, there was a there was a um, there was a, a group of people in Swan Hill contacted me last Monday. Yeah. Hey, can we watch your content and and as we gather together? <laughs> can yeah. we watch your content? Yeah. <laughs> can we download it? You don't need my permission to download it, but sure, go ahead. That's amazing. Um, tell tell me about yourself. Yeah, we're a group of twelve young uh, young ladies, e.g., over seventy. Yeah. Uh, in the far far north of uh, Victoria. And there's, they're not really, well, I guess they're a church, but that they don't have a a pastor and they just want to watch the content. Wow. And it's, so there's the kind of informal aspect of that. Sure. Just use it as a resource. Uh, But then there's that more formalized kind of, Hey, if you want to be a, a life group across way, there's some steps that we need to go through. Um, But absolutely that, that is hundred percent um where we've landed yeah that's good where we've landed in terms of if you're in new south wales if you're in regional areas especially you don't need to drive three hours yeah. two hours or an hour to get to church do church in your home invite your neighbors over yeah like it's you and, know, and, and and it's a reality of you know post-pandemic world now church in people's homes church in different locations and and i think this, what you're what you're talking about in terms of the online uh, engagement of people is it, it, it it's not the future now it is now it is the way that people are doing church isn't it yeah and and look it it is absolutely um, right now it was here ten years ago yeah it's just we're very slow to catch on in church world it's <laughs> um, it's it, it, it's interesting. Andrew, I find that a lot of churches set up online giving at least a decade ago. Yeah. And were, a lot of churches were willing to get their tithes and offerings done online, uh-huh. but not necessarily willing to look at the space for ministry. Yeah. Um, but actually that discipleship step of, of giving, there were, you know, for, for the churches that were smart enough to do that before the pandemic, yeah. the fact that you were disconnected physically was less of an impact on the bottom line, right? Yeah. Um, and um, it's just this great opportunity in each one of those disciple-like steps that uh, so you as a church, however you do church and bring people together. Yeah. So for me, I, I'm not all about bringing you into a big room of people. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm if if you want to get together at home and watch a crossway service, and God bless you, like yeah. awesome, yeah, awesome. I'd love to hear from you. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, and, and I'm sure it's happening. Um, and I love the craziness of that. The, like, I don't, don't feel like that organizational control that you kind of have, yeah. you can kind of let that go a little bit. Yeah. Um, and, and, 
it can be quite organic. That's good. Um, and I'm sure it's happening, even if people aren't connecting with us. I'm sure, I'm sure people are watching it. In fact, I know people are watching it <laughs> in, in twos and threes because often someone will send me a message and say, oh, I've invited so-and-so to come and watch it with me. Yeah. So it's happening. It's just not formalized. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's the the pre-pandemic and post-pandemic churches are going to look very, very different. Yeah. The pre-pandemic church was systems and processes and organization. Yeah. And I think even for us as a, you know, a larger Baptist church, as I observe it, it, it's going to be much more distributed in terms of where people, uh, how they choose to engage with a church service at least. Yeah. Um, and a lot more hybrid. So even people call Crossway physically home mm -hmm. will be watching online and they still call it Crossway. Yeah. Um, they'll come one week to the physical location and they'll attend online the next week. Yeah. Uh, and that's a real commonality that I see that kind of local switch in, switch out. Um, and, and people's like churches have just got to catch up to people's habits. Yeah. Yeah, that's and, so and the more we catch up to their habits, the more we'll keep them engaged in church life. Because with the big reset that COVID has, has really ha impacted, especially churches in Victoria, yeah. um, I think that is a really pragmatic approach yeah. to keeping people that wouldn't necessarily be engaged, engaged that's so good. Um, in church. Yeah. That's good, Steve. Just in the last couple of minutes, I, I, before we before we started recording this podcast, we we touched on a little bit of future, and I, I just want to go there a little bit because I think you 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 speak you speak into the future so well. Um, as you said, you know, ten years ago we were doing a lot of things that we're doing now, and you know, you were the one yeah. who started to drive that at Crossway. Talk to me. Just talk to us a little bit about what you're seeing for the future church. Yeah. Um, so there's three parts to uh, web, the web, World Wide Web, Web 1, Web 2, Web 3. We're just leaving Web 2. And for those of you uh, that are going, what are you talking about, Steve? Web 1 was really when websites came online and you had that dial-up modem. And it was very much a, what we call a brochureware website. Yeah. Web 2 was much more social and interaction. So social media platforms, two-way conversations. Web 3 is very much what they call distributed. Uh, and decentralized. Uh -huh. um, so that means that uh, you might have heard of something called cryptocurrency. You may have, which is not, not one centralized currency, it's distributed. Um, and something called the metaverse. And what the metaverse is, it's Im immersion. So it's uh, virtual reality and something called augmented reality. And um, the Really, we're moving to that phase where um, really from a, from a church service point of view, yeah. I, I don't say church, but from a church service point of view, um, you can attend church. You will be able to feel like you're at church. Wow. Um, so, uh, but you won't, you'll be at home. So, uh, so that virtual reality experience will be you've got a, a, a headset of some kind yeah. on and you're at home, but you're at church. Wow. Um, and that the virtual reality version is completely digital. So it all looks a little bit kind of either cartoony or stylized uh, versus the augmented reality, 
which is you're actually in the room and you you're in that room and you've got that seat for that augmented reality service that is where i think it will go yeah eventually um and so what i see and it'll be primarily driven by um three industries um entertainment yeah so movies will go from a 2d experience to a immersive experience so imagine watching the marvel universe all around you that's what we'll get to yeah okay um sports so andrew you'll be able to watch hawthorne win their next grand final in 10 years time and you'll be at the mcg but you'll be at home yay yeah and you'll be bring it on (laughs) you can choose (laughs) where you want to be in the ground you can pay for a seat in the coach's box or you can be on the bench or you can be in the members stand virtually but you're there yeah and you're looking around and that kind of that's and and then the third one will be the sex industry and that'll be the the kind of the dark undertone of the future but those three industries really will drive the development of technology uh, and make it much more accessible for the average person so for church it will be um uh, so let me backtrack a little bit so if you think of let's use the analogy of football the in-person experience is the super premium experience yeah that's it's live everything's kind of you pay top dollar for that yeah then the middle experience is that ar experience where it feels like you're there but you're at home yeah and then the poorest quality experience will be streaming or tv so there'll be kind of three brackets of experience wow it will be the same for church you can go to an in-person meeting. Yeah. You can do an AR or VR, and then you can stream. But that AR VR part is the going to be the big kind of shift as as it gets cheaper, as devices get more accessible yeah. for the average person. Um, and if you think, well, how far away is that? Well, sports companies and entertainment companies and film studios right now are developing that wow. there are churches already in the metaverse and in, in virtual reality holding church services in those spaces already wow. and it's it's a very much an experimentation thing yeah. and all that sort of stuff but um you just that's where we're going very quickly um and overarching that i think um, there are going to be two types of communities that go forward. Yeah. Once we hit that stage, there'll be digital natives who just love that. Yeah. Who get completely um, uh, okay. Um, so if you talk to most of your kids, they're on their phones. They're digital natives. Yeah. They they think and process everything through the device or the bigger device in front of them. Yeah. Then there'll be a second group that will want nothing to do with technology. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Absolutely nothing. They are more likely to attend your in-person service, obviously. Okay. Yes. Um, so that it needs to be a place for everybody. Yep. Um, and I, I feel like society is going there already. Yes. Uh, in terms of access to privacy online and and all that sort of stuff and um, different job roles. So if you're a teacher, you don't really have a social media presence anymore, but just because of all of the yes, duty right. of care stuff and, and all that sort of stuff. So I feel like it's we're starting to see that one percent divide already yep. uh, and also in terms of um access to my 
information. Uh-huh. That's that's really the primary driver. So that's kind of a bit of a picture of the future. That's very awesome. much that middle space of augmented reality and virtual reality yeah. of your church service. What they'll finally land up looking like, I, I'm not really sure. Yeah. Um, it may be just a straight copy of your Sunday service, but uh, I, I know some churches now are um, who are in the VR space are literally doing small groups in the VR space. Oh, wow. And some are doing alpha in the in the VR space. Amazing. So so it's just inviting people into a into their building that yeah. they've built in the VR space. Yeah. And they watch an alpha and do alpha. That's amazing. Uh, and because people have avatars, so they they're basically a, it's a visualization of themselves or yeah. something else. Uh, people are a lot more open wow. to having an honest conversation. And that's, that's really, we're seeing that now in Web2 with Church Online where people can just watch yep. and it's that digital front porch. But I think that next step will be even more interesting. That is incredible. That's amazing. And and lots of companies are putting billions of dollars into it. So, you know, if we sit there and say, oh, that that's a long way off, actually it's probably not as far off as what we think. So. Steve, that has been incredible and, and an amazing amazing insight into the future as well as to what you do and how you do it and the simple steps, practical simple steps that some of our you know, listeners uh, can uh, engage with and, and how they can step in from streaming into a true online experience of church. Steve, thank you so much for your time today. We so appreciate it and uh, we, we pray blessings on you on your on role, online role at Crossway and beyond and the influence that you have across the church, across the world. And so thank you again for your wisdom and your Hey, your thanks, Andrew. And thank, th- thanks for you for resourcing the broader church. Um, deeply appreciate you. And if I can just give a little shout out, yeah. if, someone, if, if, if you actually want to learn more about church online, you can learn from the best practitioners in the world. Uh, I've launched a little personal project called the church online summit.com and you can just go there and there's, there's, uh, there's a free summit coming up in on um, September the 15th. So I'm not sure when this goes to air, but basically uh, it's free. It's a resource for anyone that's in, interested for online ministry. Uh, and I've done it for the last few years and we've just got some of the best practitioners from around the world who are speaking at it so that's amazing that's an open invitation for everybody so just give us that website again it's churchonlinesummit.com churchonlinesummit.com and they can connect that is so good such a such a great resource again thank you steve you're a blessing bless your heaps no worries for more information and resources around reimagining mission in your neighborhood visit the Baptist Union of Victoria's website, www.buv.com.au. Or to find out more about the Microchurch Network, visit microchurch.com.au. And remember to like or follow the Reimagined Mission podcast on Facebook and Instagram.